N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk yep. Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Woo. Christian and Chris Of course SGR yeah. This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk uh. Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 266 of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And SGR. But, uh... And we're presented to you by NYY News TV. Please check us out on YouTube. Uh, when's the show drop on YouTube, Chris? Uh, this show, you mean? Or are we, do, we're doing other shows? No, this show, show dropping Monday, show? Monday, 7 p.m., right? Monday, 7 p.m. Check us out on YouTube uh, if you want to get a little different uh, feeling for the show. Watch us on, on the YouTube channel. If not, uh, you know, we drop Monday morning audio. Uh, <clears throat> we're recording here Sunday night. Uh, tomorrow, at some point, the owners and players are going to meet again. And I don't really care to discuss it any further than that because it doesn't it doesn't matter. How about um, if you're listening? If you're listening and you're not and you're not going to watch, if you're listening, leave us a five star rating review on Apple Apple Podcasts. Really, honestly, please and subscribe. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to help support the show, and uh, and you know, okay, all that, okay, uh, head to Patreon.com/slash myyst. Okay, okay, and uh, and if you're watching. Smash that like and subscribe. And that's set. Should be right down there. It should be right here. Just smash and subscribe. Okay. And that's yeah, the show, so, folks. And that's the show. I mean, it really could be if you want it to be. We got some big news for the network this week. I'm fucking pumped, dude. I'm pumped. We got Ozzy Gian and and his sons joining the network. That's pretty huge, dude. I'm pretty excited about it. Is it huge or huge? It's huge. I love. Let me tell you something. Ozzy Game was one of those managers that, as a as a team that he wasn't managing, I probably hated him at the time because he always ran his mouth, and I always wanted to beat him. But I always respected him. And I guess I, we can never have Nick Swisher on the uh, pod now. Yeah, I just yeah. About forgot to ask about that. About that. Was that before or after he was with the Yankees? It was right before, right? Well, they had beef because uh, he was his manager in uh, in Chicago. Right. And was he on the White Sox right before the Yankees? I yes, he got traded here from Chicago. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, you should take that little filter off the top of that mic. I bet you it sounds better. You think so? But yeah. I like it. Oh, you like it? You could leave it on. Ooh, I didn't know it was going to be like this, though. Yeah, it's a good mic. How's that? Does it's it good. sound better without the, what are yeah, these called again? you sound better. It's, it's kind of like a pop filter. Yeah. So, yeah, that pop, could be pop. the show, pretty much. Pop, pop. Yeah, I don't use pop filters. I pop. All right, so we've been we've been teasing this for a couple of weeks now. We are going to do trivia. I think it's going to finally happen next week. Uh, before we get into what I want to talk about today, are you guys going to come up with a bet? Yeah, we're working on one. We're getting close. What was I liked SGR's idea in the text? One of us has to wear something of the of the other's choosing. Yeah, for it's got to be for, obnoxious. 
Yeah, like I have something already in mind that I think would be funny. Well, I think I think what should be perfect when when Chris loses because he's oh forever in games on this show is uh, he has to wear a shirt that says I heart Dr. Fauci on it. Oh, that's a All good right. one. Dr. Go Fauci yourself. I don't know what I don't know what the equivalent would be for uh-huh. SGR. I know Go what ahead. it is. Go ahead. I'm Go gonna ahead. get a dildo hat that has like a, a dildo. Dildo hat. Yeah, like a what hat. All right, that's fine. With a dildo on the top, and you're gonna have to uh, wear what do you it. Mean you, and we're what gonna call him. Have to get. We're gonna we'll call him have, Dildo Guy Rye for for a month. You don't have you don't have to get one. All right, okay. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I'll get, let's, I have let's one. Be honest, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna beat me, and you're gonna Doctor Go Fouch. But you, the thing is though, when we, you're gonna have to wear that shirt all the time until the lockout's over. Like even to work underneath no. your clothes. <laughs> no way. No, I do. Then you then you have to wear the dildo hat to work. <laughs> he teaches yeah, that children. Go, that would go for yeah. well at an elementary school. Exactly. Well, it would go well if you wore the Doctor Fouch shirt. They'd love you. You'd probably get a raise. Yeah, I would. So we're gonna work on some. We're gonna work on trivia. That should be uh, our goal for next week. As yeah. I said earlier, the uh, two sides are supposed to meet Monday. You know, like I said, I don't really care to discuss it any further. Uh, wasted a lot of time on that last episode. I actually was, thought it was great. I thought it was great content. I thought it was stupid. Yeah, you thought it was stupid because you lost the debate is really what it comes yeah. down to. You can't say our content's stupid. That's leaving a, you know, that's getting, putting it out there. Yeah, you can't. No, it's bad it's energy, bro. You're a low no, energy okay. Jeb lately right. because of the yeah. COVID. <clears throat> Look, people expect certain <laughs> things, and I'm going uh, to tell them just straight how it is. Okay. You're mad well, because you because I made I made a solid point and you couldn't debate it. And really, no. that's if we want to let the viewers behind the curtain peek behind the curtain here. I took a jab at your ego because I sounded so intelligent, and right. and it upset you. Really? Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we blame it on the COVID brain, dude. And, yeah, that's okay. it. and we move on. So so let me ask you let me ask you a question. If we're not going to talk about it, which I agree, I don't want to talk about it. What the fuck are we going to talk about? Are we just going to sit here and, and narrate the, uh, I think we're the gonna, Chiefs game? I think, we're, I think we're going to talk about your mom for the next 20 minutes. That's fine. That's fine. I have a lot and of stuff mom, to get off my chest. Our, our mom? No, I my think, mom. And I, think it, and I think it's time that Ryan's mom gets in on it, too. No, mm, no see, that's where That's crossing the line, on. dude. Right. That's a line that shouldn't be crossed. Well, there's. Uh, I think really, if um, if we're gonna do anything, it's all gonna be kind of like hypotheticals and uh, you know, f- you know, fun type debate stuff. Uh, not that it's. I don't know if this is really fun to debate, but <clears throat> we keep bringing up things that the Yankees need to do when the lockout is over. And uh, one of the things that keeps escaping all the conversations is Aaron Judge's extension. Aaron Judge is entering the final year of his contract. Um, Ryan, maybe you could look it up, what the estimated uh, arbitration number is going to be. I would think it's probably somewhere close to 20, especially coming off the year that he came off of last year. Um, You know, the Yankees, they might be flying too close to the sun with this and letting him get the free agency. Um. I think one of their priorities really should be in addition to signing Carlos Correa, in addition to getting a first baseman, you know, right there 
is giving Aaron Judge his contract. You know, everybody, a lot of fans on social media are like, oh, you got to give him the C, you got to give him the C. Well, what are you going to give him a C for if you don't give him a contract extension? He's got a I mean, projection that, for $17.1 million this year in arbitration. No, that's, that's low. I think it's low. According to Sports Illustrated. All right, well, Sports okay. Illustrated. All right. There's uh-huh. still a publication. Uh-huh. They still right. count. Okay, it's uh, Sports Illustrated. Okay, they say something. What did, he make, what did he make last year? Okay, all right. Uh, Sports Illustrated does not have that there. All right. It's got some dead air here. One second. I mean, yeah, that's a healthy that's, that's raise. Free. That's definitely right in the in the ballpark there. Yeah, I mean, that's a healthy raise, but for the production that he gives you, $17 million is... Uh, I think 20 is fair. I mean, we'll see what it comes out to be, but <clears throat> I mean, the Yankees, <coughs> excuse me, I don't COVID. think they should be looking at... I don't think they should be looking at what uh, his arbitration <laughs> number should be. I think they should be looking at what it's going to take to sign him for the next seven to eight years. I mean, well, you can't do, let you, him... do you want to almost even avoid arbitration this year too, or you could, you could end up with a Dellen Batanzas type situation? What do you mean a Dellen Batanzas type situation? Where All right, so you're Feud. saying right now the projected arbitration is around $17 million, where you're saying maybe Judge's camp is going to ask for around the $20 million range, then they're going to have to go to court. And battle it out. Remember with Batantis and, and Randy Levine, they, they were fighting right. each mean, other on also, each other's level. I well, mean, that's yeah, what arbitration not, really is. I'm talking when, more yeah. about arbitration, yeah, not but, the player. I know judges much at a much higher level, but I'm saying yeah, what yeah, happened I mean, would, between I mean, I, I'm sure it would probably uh, behoove both sides to avoid any contentiousness like yeah, that. Yeah, because but. we talked about what once you go to trial, pretty much arbitration is the player fighting for why he's valuable and and it's pretty much ownership having to put a case together as to why they're not as valuable as they think and then things get kind of then things get tricky because then you have mm-hmm. bad blood running but it doesn't i mean even regardless of that why you know this is something that uh, yes it is a word okay uh, this is something that the Yankees, in my opinion, shouldn't even, I mean, we shouldn't even be talking about this right now that Aaron Judge is playing the final year of his contract. Well, do you I mean, think, well, I'll ask two questions. Maybe you can't answer the first one. The first one is because we've seen like certain deals get done during this lockout. It seems to be internal because it's an internal thing. Couldn't the Yankees technically? No, no. Okay. Thank you. Quick. No. Second thing, do you the way the Yankees have done business of late? Don't you Yankees think Yankees can't do anything with Aaron Judge because he's a major league player, so they okay. can't. Gotcha. Now, <clears throat> the way the Yankees have done business of late, don't you think they will make this the top priority to get this over with, to see where they stand, and then because they're so fucking cheap lately, um, they'll do that and just to see kind of where they where they stand money wise no i mean because if you're going to sit there and tell me they don't have money to do anything why are they going to sign a guy that they already have under contract well then maybe you won't see that happen i mean maybe I mean, this is, you won't see it happen i mean this is a major i mean this is a major problem for me is that this you're going to you're going <clears> to <throat> essentially uh, let him test the open market mm. And is there going to become a number now that somebody else is going to Probably. put in front of him that the Yankees aren't going to want to match? Well, and you're going to let Aaron Judge. Well, you got I mean, to imagine. Let, you got to imagine that even if they do, it's going to be overvalued 
at that point. And Are you going to let Aaron Judge walk out the door? No, you can't. So they're just I mean, going to they're going to if he's healthy if, if he's healthy, mm. do you have any? I mean, if Aaron Judge is healthy this year, you, you have any reservations that he's not going to be an MVP no. caliber player this year? No, no. As long as he's healthy, and he proved last year that he could stay healthy. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough because let's just say the season started today. Where where does this team, as it stands? Where does this team end the season? Are they even making the playoffs right now? This is not a playoff team. <laughs> so maybe a wild card. So you're really no, I don't it, even think they are. I know. I'm I'm saying maybe. So if you're if you're if you're faced with that right off the bat, and then you're also telling me that you're gonna worry about the luxury tax and all that, maybe judge isn't a priority for them at all. Then then what's a priority for them? Losing? I don't know. Rebuilding a rebuilding the team. Building a World Series caliber team for this year. What is, yeah, what is their priority? What's their priority if their if their best player is not their priority? Think about all the question marks still. Like we we keep talking about shortstop, we keep talking about the outfield, keep talking about first base. We don't even have a fucking starting rotation that's that's, you know, respectable at this point. No. I mean, we all. don't even have a bullpen that's really respectable to be honest. Where are we going? Where is this team headed? It's a really mm-hmm. scary time right now. This lockout, you know, has given you more time to think without anything happening, which I know is not the Yankees' fault, but the more time that passes, regardless of the lockout, the more you really start to look at where this team stands. And if you just ask yourself that question alone of if this season started today, where do we stand? You're right. I don't think they even make the playoffs and... There's still so many question marks. So many. So should the Yankees be looking at trading Aaron Judge when the lockout's over? No. No. All right. Well, if you there's so many question marks and we have no idea we really don't have a good grasp on what this team's plan is. I mean, are you think they're closer to rebuilding than they are going for a title right now? Dude, if that's the case, we we have a much bigger problem on our hands than we even think. I mean, I mean how'd the last rebuild go? Good? I mean, it, it didn't. Oh, okay. So, yeah, definitely you want to avoid that, you know? Definitely want to avoid this again, where we become the yeah. Oakland A's for five years. I mean, you, but you're looking at it... And you, you're looking at something very rare with the Yankees in in that they have they have one of the top ten players in baseball. I mean, you you have to. I don't think that's being a homer. I think that's being fair. When the guy's healthy, uh, he performs like a top ten player in the sport. Well, Tyler Wade got traded, dude. Huh? I said Tyler Wade got traded. They don't have the top ten guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Let's all be fair for a second. Should should Aaron Judge have MVP on his fucking Resume. You should have one, yeah. At least, right. right? I mean, he's got rookie. He won rookie of the year. Yes. Okay. The guy, time and time again, sets the tone in the playoffs. We're talking about easily a top 10 guy. I don't think that's being a homer at all. We're talking about arguably top three best right fielders in the game defensively. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's even much to argue there. I think we say it all the time. It's, it's friggin', it's seriously a crime how underrated he is defensively. Yeah, you don't really appreciate him defensively unless you're watching every game because every single game he's making a big, a big play. Yeah, 
every game. It's not just the arm either. The dude can move. Yeah. For a big guy, he can move. Mm -hmm. Covers ground. So I don't think you're being a homer at all to say that he's top 10 player in the league. Why is he still not? But that's the thing. What what are the Yankees waiting on? It's like this team did fucking did a bag of shrooms. And then the high never, the trip never went away. They're just lost. They're in fairy tale land, and they just don't know where reality is anymore. It's like every everything's upside down to them. You got to think they're waiting, and that they've been waiting because of his health in the past. Yeah, but now the the waiting game's over. I mean, what more I mean, could the guy? Well, have now proved? the clock. Now I think the clock starts to tick now because he showed us that. But then, what are you going to do about all these about all these question marks? Then you're going to yeah, tell me that signing that's judge the, is going to get the in the thing. way of that. That's what. That's why this offseason is so important to see what where this team's going to be at what, what they're spending. The serious problem here is that I think the Yankees. They need they need to go out there and make significant moves to improve the team, but with the way the payroll is constructed and and we don't know where the luxury tax is going to sit, that it almost seems as if twenty twenty three is going to be the year where they're going to go out there and spend a lot of money because they'll have a lot of money coming off the books, and at that point, I mean, you're going to waste another year of Garrett Cole. You're going to waste another, you know, you wanted John Carlos Stan to be healthy. He was healthy last year. You wanted Aaron Judge to be healthy. He was healthy last year. And these guys are now going to be pushing another, you know, they'll, they'll be in their age 30 season, right? Next mm-hmm. year, both of them. Yeah. I mean, so what are we doing here? What, what are we waiting on? If you had a crystal ball five years ago or 2016, let's say when, when that morning you woke up and Andrew Miller was traded. If you had a crystal ball show you what the 2022 going into the 2022 offseason would be like, and you saw this, I mean, how disgusted would you be? Look, if you told if when that happened, if you told me that we'd be recording on, or well, we didn't, weren't even doing the podcast yet, but whatever, if you told me that we'd be talking about the Yankees on February, tw- what, what, January 23rd? And they hadn't won a World Series after the rebuild. In my mind, I would say to myself, "I, they didn't win because they didn't make the right moves. Not that they haven't made any. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're not making. They're they're not they're not winning because they're not making the moves that they need to be making. Not that it's almost as if they're." They're half-assing it. I would have never thought the Yankees would have half-assed trying to win a World Series after 2016. Here's my biggest issue. It's Of course, it's frustrating that in the handful of years since the rebuild, they haven't won anything. Of course, that's frustrating. But the most frustrating part is, given everything we've been through to this point, you would think that if this team was falling short, that going into the 2022 season, We'd at least be a team that was one piece away, just like we thought we were with Garrett Cole, not having that ace. You would at least hope to look at that crystal ball and see that we were just one piece away from from really being confident that this team was built for a World Series. Yeah, but they whiffed on a lot of things that they tried to do. Yeah, but think about it now. I mean, we're not just... 
we're not just post rebuild. We're not just, you know, couple years falling short. We are to a point now where where there's so many question marks that we don't even know if this team would make the playoffs. And that's fucking beyond concerning. I mean, that's just catastrophic failure, in my opinion, at that point. Well, why do the Yankees have so many uh, question marks? Well, they were wrong about Glaber Torres. He was supposed to be a cornerstone in his team. You know, you don't even know if he's going to finish out his uh, arbitration years in this on this team now, right? Uh, they don't have a first baseman. I mean, the Yankees, uh, they, they went the Luke Voigt route, which was fine, but you saw that that wasn't sustainable, right? You're looking we at did. it now. You look, huh? I said we did. I don't know if they did. Well, they obviously didn't. Uh, uh, well, they did at some. I finally realized it last year. That's why they went out and got Anthony Rizzo. But uh, you know, that's some. You know, that's a major. People undervalue first base so much, but when you have a great first baseman, especially one that is competent at the plate, you know that's. That makes your whole infield better. SGR you know, has can, said it in the past. Go back to every big Yankee World Series. They've had a first baseman that is a big name who was a big part of this lineup and a big part of their defense. Well, I mean, they had Tino Martinez and Mark Sure, I mean, that's what you're talking about. Keep going back. I mean, they've always had a guy at first base that was that was the guy. They've never just mm-hmm. had some fucking fill-in Luke Voigt type. Chambliss, right? Was Chris Chambliss the first baseman? I believe so. Lou? Lou Gehrig? Lou Gehrig? He died. Uh, I, yeah, I he heard he had Lou Gehrig's He did. Yeah. yeah. He's first. <clears throat> but I don't even, you know, I don't even like going back that far. I mean, you can uh, talk, take it in more recent uh, memory. Uh, Giambi? Yeah. Well, how many World <laughs> Series did Giambi win? How many zero. did he win? He won zero. zero with them, really? Yeah, he never won. I thought he had Goose. one. I thought he had one. Goose egg. He had he had one zero World Series. He deserved one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Fuck him. <sighs> but then you're also looking at, you know, how the Yankees uh they missed behind the plate. I mean, Gary Sanchez isn't what we thought he would be. Uh you're looking at a hole in center field because uh, Brian Cashman fell in love with Aaron Hicks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you're also, you got holes in a rot- you got holes in a rotation. So, I mean, there, there are, there, you know, you're not, you're right. You're not a piece away. That's why it's not so simple to say, go and get Carlos Correa and he fixes all the problems because, okay, you sign him and then you're still looking at, you need a catcher. You need a first baseman. You need, you need a center fielder. You need a you need a number two behind Garrett Cole. And you know, we and we're not, dealing with an with ownership that seems to not want to go over the luxury tax. So you tell me how this is even remotely possible. So you're talking yeah. about you know how. I mean, you're talking about a situation here where this team is this team barely finished uh, in the postseason last year, and Toronto's going to get better. And have the Yankees done anything to get better themselves? No, no. I mean, I mean, they're going to be. I mean, 
are they going to be a fourth place team? Are they going to be lucky? I mean, no, they wouldn't even, if they will finish in fourth place, they won't even be a wild card team. Right? No, I mean, it's impossible. Um, right, right, right. Yes. Impossible. Yes. So, you know, I, I, I don't take solace in the fact that people are like, Oh, they won 92 games last year. What does that, what does that mean to me? Doesn't Where mean did they shit. end up? Where did they end up? Doesn't mean shit, man. It's a scary time. It's a scary fucking time to be in. You know, I made this point, and I'm glad that, you know, the Giants woke up and they fired Joe Judge and they're trying to do things a different way. But after this Giants season was over, there were reports out that they were going to keep him. And I was making the point that, like, you know, I only root for two teams, and it seems that neither one of those teams were going to go the extra mile yeah. to kind of get past this this uh, this malaise that they're in. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, Mara got embarrassed enough where they they they're doing what they need to do now. And I, you know, and people, and I know that not everybody that I interact with is a giant Yankee fan, so they're so they're naturally going to be combative about that, and they're like. Well, how could you compare Aaron Boone to Joe Judge when Aaron Boone makes the playoffs every year? I mean, is that the standard we're setting now? That Aaron Boone makes the postseason every year? Never was. I understand when I grew that. Up. I mean, I understand how, like, because look, I remember like really bad Giant football, and this is as bad as I can ever remember it at the tail end of this year. And I still watched every game. So you're not going to. So I. So trust me, I understand how bad it was, but you're also have to look at it. Like, you know, you can, you, if you're going to make the point that the, the, the Yankees, they make the playoffs every year. I mean, are we set, we settle for being a second wild card and losing to our hated rivals. Like that's okay. I think, I think uh, we have to be fair too to a certain degree that, it's not necessarily management's fault, all of it, to where we are right now, but it's certainly their fault that we're still in it, if that makes sense. Like, but, but for, whole, for example, all right, sorry, you were continuing a point. I thought you were done. The, no, but the point is, is that, you know, you need the Giants, for the Giants to, to get past how bad they've been, since the end of the Eli Manning era, they needed the own they needed ownership to wake up and say we can't continue to do things the way that we're right. doing it. And they did that. To their credit, they did that. They went outside the organization. They got a new a right. new general manager. They're young go guy. What's he? Uh, Fifteen. Uh, he's young guy. I don't. He's cute. Ford. He's cute. Is he? They're, is he cute? He's cute. <clears throat> they're going to go get a, a head coach outside of the organization. They're going to go do. They're not going to do things the quote giant way, which hasn't worked in a decade. Right. There's light at the end of your giant tunnel. And I get it. Like the Yankees are still competitive, but like what do we just want to be competitive? I mean, don't we strive for more? Right. And I I get it. Like, you know, you can't compare how bad the Giants have been to what the Yankees are going through because the Yankees haven't missed the postseason and the Giants have been a fucking utter embarrassment. But still, like, if you're looking at it as a fan of both teams, which I am, you're waiting for ownership 
to do what is necessary to get you past where you are. And, and to Mara's credit, he's doing that. Is Hal going to wake up one day and be like, I need to do something different? Or is he just going to be fucking satisfied with the way things are because they win 92 games and they draw 2 million people and he makes X amount of revenue? Well, I mean... Because that wasn't... Because for 10 years, you could say that John Marrow was okay with that, but he's not anymore. What is how going to reach that point now? He isn't, Yankees, he isn't there yet. And is it because the Yankees are still competitive and the Yankees are still relevant? Well, let me ask is you a that, question. Is, is, that a, is that enough for him? Let me ask you one question because it kind of goes back to all the fans that we were hating on to a degree because it's not the same thing. There was a lot of fans last year that it got to the wild card game and, and they said, I hope they lose because then Boone will be gone and so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah, how but, much but you were at, but you were at the point already where they were in the postseason and anything could happen in the postseason to root against your team at that point would A, be foolish just on its face and B, if you don't know this team and organization by now, you would know that a loss in the wild card at that point wasn't going to wasn't going to result in drastic changes. So my question to you is a little different. It's to start the year before the season even starts. If I told you that if this team missed the playoffs completely, it would finally wake Hal up for us to move on and to do things differently. Would you take a year, a down year for, and and remember the base, a baseball season is very long. So I'm talking about a season where they're not even close to making the postseason. Would you take that if you were guaranteed Hal Steinbrenner finally wakes up, fires who needs to fucking go, cleans house, and starts to build this team the way it's supposed to be built? You're going to tell me he's going to do the right thing? I'm pro- uh, you're, you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed that he's going to... You're not guaranteed World Series. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're guaranteed you're going to finally have an owner who's at least doing everything at his, at his finger to everything that's available to him. To, to build what he and what all of us feel is a World Series caliber team that's ready to win. It's so hard to flush an entire t- season down the toilet. Well, we flushed did, we flushed five or six already because... Yeah, did you though? I yeah, mean, we did. At the end, yeah, you, you just said it yourself. What's being competitive you did, at this point? You, you did because they didn't win, but did you... You went into the season knowing that they weren't going to? No, but if we go based off of what you just said, and I agree with, that being competitive at this point is not giving us anything. If anything, it's almost bringing us more frustration. Then, I don't know, I'd highly consider it. I hate the fact. Now, here's the flip side of the coin. The flip side of the coin is, if he doesn't wake up, you're not guaranteeing that they lose. Right? You're not guaranteeing that one year this doesn't stick and actually work and this team doesn't win a World Series. So you're giving that hope up, guaranteed, just for him to wake up. But it doesn't mean that this team can't keep doing what it's doing and somehow find themselves in a World Series and win it. So I, mean, I don't know. It's a, t- it's a tough question. I mean, he really should have uh, pulled the plug on this thing at the end last year. Yeah, he should have, but that's, that's our proof now that that he's not waking up. And, and what I was going to say earlier is, to be fair, 
it's not all ownership or management's fault as to where we are now. It is 100% their fault that we are still here. But if you really think about it, all the positions you just named, I mean, Aaron Hicks at the time when they signed that contract, would you say that was a bad contract for the Yankees? I mean, we were pretty supportive of it given the fact that it was a very team-friendly contract on a guy who, you know, had much more of an upside than a downside. No, I think what he got, what he, what he got paid, I, even though I never was a big Hicks fan, I thought he would have met that in terms of output. Right. And uh, I mean, and he ha- I mean, and he has. So. I mean, catcher. If you look at Gary Sanchez, can you blame the Yankees for thinking that this kid was going to be a, a superstar? I mean, how many years are we past that now? Yes, but how Three? many years have we really not had the opportunity to do much with it? I mean, the Yankees kind of kind of missed their opportunity because of all because of his downslide. Uh, yeah, I mean, but for a guy like Gary Sanchez who doesn't make any money and uh it's an easy guy to trade and, well you know, again to my did, point though did, did brian cashman not even bother exploring what was out there well to my point it's not necessarily their fault to to where we are it's that we're stuck here is that's their fault because they're not waking up so yeah i mean is whose fault is it I yeah mean, it's they continue, theirs I mean, they continually put the same product exactly. out on the field. Exactly. But my point is, initially, it's not necessarily that these were terrible moves or terrible thoughts or terrible outlooks on how this team could mm-hmm. perform. It's a matter of sitting here and, and wondering when they're going to wake up with the rest of the world and say, it's not working. And I'm not sitting right. here saying you have to go out and buy a bunch of superstars. All I'm asking for at this point is to acknowledge that what you're doing and the strategy you're putting forward is not anywhere near working. A lot of oh, it seems Yanks. like they're holding, they're like holding on to a lot of players where they're holding on to what Gleyber Torres once was and what Gary Sanchez was once was Aaron Hicks. And, and that's kind of, they're past that point now right. where they have to sort of let go. Right. They, they, they're not going to be that shell. They're more of shells of what they once were at this point, rather. See, the thing is the Yankees have gotten to themselves to a point with Gary Sanchez that they don't have to make a decision on him now. They let him play this year, and then they move on. There's nothing – There's you know, there's no hard decision-making to do there. They're just – you know, they're like, oh, well, we'll just keep him another year, and then that's it. We can let him walk and whatever. You know, when they – when even, you know, you want to say how many years that they could have made a hard decision on him and gotten somebody in here that maybe – didn't have the upside that he had, but was more consistent. Right. You know, I agree. And I mean, we're, uh, you know, he didn't start the wild, right. He didn't start the wild card game. this year. No, of course not because he couldn't, he couldn't. I mean, so I mean, I I don't want to get into this debate again, which, because I hate it. And it's one of the things, it's probably the thing that I hate most about Garrett Cole. And it's the thing that is, probably his biggest strike against him is that he doesn't like Gary. I mean, and we talked about this is that Gary Sanchez started opening day last year uh, for theater. That's all it was because immediately after that, the Yankees went right back to the, to the thing with Higashioka and right. You know, we said that right off the bat. And I mean, that that's part uh, Sanchez's problem because he allowed it because of his poor play. But at the same time, you know, 
the Yankees, the Yankees fed into what, uh, you know, uh, Garrett Cole wanted to do in that regard, which isn't, I mean, which isn't right because at times it did hamstring the team because Kyle Gashoka is not a good baseball player, you know? Well, I, I say this all the time. I'm not someone who's going to sit here and cry that they let a backup catcher go. But if the Yankees could 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 foresee what was what was coming and the fact that they weren't going to trust Gary Sanchez behind the plate. I mean, cuz it's not like they did this just with Garrett Cole. I mean, it's been happening for a while. Why not hang on to the guy who you can argue was the best backup catcher in baseball. Why not hang because on to like, Austin Romine? Because no, because you know they liked to gosh joke and he was cheaper. That's why. Oh, there you go. Well, Another no, cheaper. No, and I, I think I think Romine also wanted a chance to start too, which is why he left. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, what he ended up getting paid if the Yankees would have offered that, it wasn't a lot of money. What would he get? Like a three million dollar deal? If the Yankees yeah, offered but I, it that. I think it was more of that. He was the starter for the Tigers. I, don't know. I, I, I remember. Starter. I remember Austin. Romine yeah, no, no. You're one hundred percent. There was something behind that where he wanted to kind and of good go for to him. He, he, you know, in a grand sense, not so much for the Yankees by any means. But I think Austin Romine was a, a fringe enough to say that, you know, I could probably start on a team out there. There probably is a team out there that I could start on. Definitely Tigers, yeah. being being Tigers. one of those teams. But at the end of the day, it's just like I need some moves that make sense. We have a couple, right? We we definitely have a couple moves that have made sense. But it seems like with each year that passes without a World Series, more and more decisions just don't I mean, add this up. Is just, I, mean, I don't know if he was hurt last year, but he only played in 28 games with the Cubs. Uh, he did play in Who? 37, Austin Romine. He ended uh, up he with did, the Cubs? Yeah, yeah, and then in 2020... Uh, his first year away from the Yankees, he played in 37 games, which uh, it's, I mean, it's it was more than half the season. So, you know, it's hard to tell with the uh, with the COVID stuff. But I mean, he's not a starter. Right, I'm not yeah, sitting here was... arguing that he's a starting catcher. I'm just saying, whatever his salary would have been, it wasn't something that I looked at and be like, "Wow, I can't believe he got that much money." If the Yankees really wanted to retain him, they could have, but they didn't because they had a Gashioka. Wow. <laughs> He sucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, you, I'm not going to get it. Like you said, I mean, no. it's not something that you're going to really. Uh, but the Yankees didn't. I mean, they did need a better option behind uh, Gary Sanchez, somebody that if Gary go when Gary goes through these lulls that he's in, where he's completely lost that you could stick a guy in there and fit and feel okay for a week or two. Because other than, other than some defensive points, obviously I think Higashioka behind the plate blocking balls is better. He doesn't have a better arm, but obviously there, but like if you're going to sit Gary Sanchez for being a piece of shit, don't you want a guy up there that's not an automatic out, at least? A guy that's going to put... And I'm not saying Higashioka doesn't go through his moments where he hits some Higgy bombs. I'm not saying he's a complete waste. But for the amount of time the Yankees had to anticipate that they'd be sitting Gary Sanchez, why wouldn't you want more of a viable option as a backup catcher? A guy that you know, the guy that's a little more proven, seasoned in the major leagues than Higashioka. It's a, just another move that just doesn't make sense to me. 
Okay. Your Christian right. Christian's All distracted. Right. What's going on? Because I know the Bills are, are marching I downfield. I was watching uh, on fourth down. Josh Allen ran for one. That was really nice. There's nothing going on. I'm waiting for you to, to say what you were going to say. No, I, look, it, it, it's not an argument. I'm, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on. I'm not sitting here saying the Yankees are fucked because they, they let Austin right. Romine go. All I'm asking for, I'm just trying to prove that I'm not asking necessarily for the world out of this team at this point. All I'm asking for are some decisions that make sense, and we're not even getting that anymore. I mean, I'll, I'll go back and tell him blue in the face on the Robbie Ray deal. Nothing about that made sense. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And, and Well, yeah, and it's, it's frustrating. Just, it comes down to them clearly having a plan in place to not spend until this lockout's figured out. Except for that they were trying to spend money, which doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Spend in the, <clears throat> the ways that they wanted to, but I guess they didn't want to do any sort of bidding wars. Well, I mean, Rye, how could you how could you not want to spend twenty three million on a guy who just won Cy Young to put behind fucking Because it was more than one year and they don't want to look too it's far crazy. ahead. I, yeah, I know it's crazy. It's just ridiculous. The the the, the thing that shows at, to the fans whether or not this team is all in isn't how much they even spend this offseason. It's what they do with their prospects. That's going to be the measure of, of, of whether or not this team is all in. Are they going to hoard all of these prospects and hold on to them? Or are they going to sell them off and get some pieces because they need more than one piece to help the team right now win? That's what it comes down to. And they're, they're I mean, Robbie probably Ray's not going to do that. Hit free, Robbie Ray's hitting free agency at 34. <laughs> I mean... It's yeah. a five-year, $115 million contract. He's entering his age 30 season, so you're going to get him through the rest of the prime of his career. It doesn't make any sense. And, and on top end- of that, he showed success <clears throat> in the American League East, which is, which is big to do. I mean, like I said, I'm not the biggest Robbie Ray fan, but at that contract to yeah. – that where you don't, the Yankees are going to be putting themselves in a position now where they have to rely on Luis Severino to be their number two, and touchdown. you can't do that. Bills just scored I mean, a go-ahead touchdown in under two minutes. Damn. I mean, you, you can't rely on Luis Severino to be the number two starter for this team. No, no. not at all. You can't. You absolutely can't. And I'm not saying he can't be. We're not sitting here saying he can't be. He absolutely come, could come out and fucking I don't know that he, dominate. Do you know that he can't? Do you know that he can be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, no, 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 no I, none I of would, us, none of us know for that would sure. Be absolutely shocking to me if Severino yes. comes out this year. Yes. And, he performs and that's the problem. Two. And that's the problem. You have to sit realistically and say there's more of a chance he either gets hurt or doesn't, you know, fall right. into his rhythm than there is anything else because that's what we know. That's what we know right now. Even in his best start to a year when he was the most dominant pitcher up until the All Star break. Ooh. He shit the bed the rest of the season. So yep. so show me the proof that Severino can go 162-game season being at least the number two. You can't. And, and that's no. the problem. He's just another question mark. Again, could he be? Yeah. I mean, if Severino stays healthy and, and works hard this offseason, of course he has the potential. He has the talent. But is it likely based off of what we've gotten out of him in the past? I can't no. say that it is. I hope nah. I'm wrong. No, and I mean that's I mean that's what's so frustrating about this whole thing to me. And I know I've said it before is that the Yankees put money in front of Justin Verlander. Why? 
why did they do that? If they, if they were seemingly unwilling to do that with anybody else leading into the lockout. Doesn't make sense, man. Again, I mean, just, one, I mean, just another move that doesn't make sense. One year for Justin Verlander, five for Robbie Ray. I mean, what are you telling me? If you're telling me that you, but here's the thing. What are you telling me about your rotation past 2022? Are you telling me that you have some studs coming up here? I haven't heard. I haven't heard of many. I mean, because if you uh, if you had any uh, any type of feeling about Tyone, right? He's hurt, and he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And he wasn't ever that impressive, right? Like, I mean, mean, he he had a good stretch where he was the best. Pitcher in baseball. No, he was right really good. He was really good to... for a four or five weeks. Okay, but I need more than four or five weeks, and then yeah, and but you're then also you get talking hurt. About a guy that yeah, also talking about a guy that hadn't pitched in two years, and I think he was rounded into to shape at that point, and he got hurt again. Which again, there you go. I mean, yeah. So now they're going to have to round him in, into shape, and that won't be until like July, where he'll be ready to go full full force. It's going to need a month or two to. Get into form, I guess. So I mean, we're, that's why Robbie mm. Ray made yeah. so much sense, and uh, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't. That's the one that I that you look at, and you and you say to yourself, "What? Do you, what were you guys doing there?" Again, another. Yeah, that's the one. You're right. I agree with that. They I just mean, what, they keep yeah. tallying up too many moves that don't make sense. Whether it is a move that they made. Or a move that they pass up on. There's because just it's too not many. like this guy got. It's not like this guy got eight nine years. He got five. Mm-hmm. He's gonna hit free agency at thirty four years old. I mean, what type of risk are you taking by signing zero? Him? Zero. A lot less of a risk than signing Verlander or guys like Kluber or even fucking Tyone guy coming off what his second Tommy John. Mm-hmm. So, you can't talk to me about about risk taking. Especially in a guy like like fucking Robbie Ray, what risk? What risk are we even talking about here? There was no risk. It made Not too much one. sense. It made too much sense. And again, it's just it's just where we lie as fans at this point. And it's the catalyst of of all the frustration that we feel at this point. So it's not about being competitive. It's not about making the playoffs. It's about where's the moves to get us past this. So if you're telling me that the Yankees didn't sign Robbie Ray, which again, how does it make any sense when they were going to give more for this season to Justin Verlander? This is why, this is what I can't wrap my head around. If they were waiting for the, whatever the number was before they started signing guys, then you're not, you're, you're not, um, what's the word? You're not doing your job. Okay. You're just not right. Because if you're sitting here waiting for whatever the luxury tax number is going to be, then what you're telling me is that you're more concerned about uh, luxury tax and, and, and your revenue, blah, 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 instead of what your on-field product well, is. Well, because as fans, we're sitting here and we're talking, we're talking based on uh, 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 ownership and management that seems like it's reluctancy getting in the way of everything. But when you talk about Robbie Ray it seems more of incompetence and that's where it gets to a point where you're like, you know, I, I, we can sit here and and see the reluctance of wanting to spend more money, 
But when it comes down to incompetence, then you really start to question what the fuck is going on? Because we're used to the whole not going over the luxury tax and all that bullshit and getting guys at high risk and, you know, low risk, high reward type things. But to see just pure incompetence mixed in with that is really damaging. Ooh. Oh, Tyreek Hill. Oh, man, that was a 60-yard touchdown pass. Now the Chiefs are back up ahead with a minute left. Thanks. I'm a little delayed. That's illegal, by the way. You can't do play-by-play lives. Wow. Okay. All right. What if I do it it as my transistor? Okay. All right. Watch me watch the game. All right. We got Joe Namath here. Wow, I can't believe what just (laughs) happened in that game. Patrick Mahomes went back. He threw the ball. Wow. Damn, I just watched it. Damn. Too much time on the clock. I like Tyreek Hill. I I wish he was a ball player. If he was a baseball player, I'll tell you, we we wouldn't just call him the cheetah. We'd probably buy a cheetah, and we'd we'd have it out in the the ball club in the dugout. (laughs) I once drafted a cheetah based off his speed, and and that's a story for another day. (laughs) Oh, that's a good impression, dude. That's a good buck. That's a good buck. (sighs) So. So. I mean, yeah, we're there's just there's a lot of inconsistencies with the way this team is being run right now, mm-hmm. and um, it's got to change, know, man. I mean, yeah, but is it? That's the, that's the no, question. No, not right asking. now. It's not. It's well, not no, right now because because it, unlike the Giants, and not to I'm not digging at the Giants, but the Yankees have not hit rock bottom, and that might be what it takes for this team to see true change. But the Yankees will never hit rock bottom. I know, so then they're never going to change, especially if the business margins and everything like that are still up positive because you know the Yankees are making more money than any other team in the sport, no matter the way, what they put out there. The, the way that the, the Major League Baseball is set up compared to the NFL is that the Yankees will never hit that point. Never. Unless guys just don't sign here anymore and these prospects mm-hmm. don't hit. And then you look at a situation where the Yankees might be a 70 win team, yeah, but it's crazy because look at like the, even the international signings, they, they come, they come right to the Yankees. Great. But what does that mean? These kids are 16 years old. I know. I'm just adding to your point though, that they're the kind of team. That's just another facet of that, where they're the kind of team that is, it's very difficult for them to hit rock bottom. They're always going to have some way of building a winning team. Well, how many how many years now? What's the streak up to that the Yankees have had a winning season? Almost 30 years, 30, 30 years. Oh, there you have it right there. Had a lose, what was it, 92 was the last time yeah. they had a losing yeah. year? Yeah, or 91. Or was it 90, 90, was it 92, 93, somewhere? It was there? definitely 93 not 93. Was the it was the either 91 or, or 94. 92. 94 was. 94. 94. The old 94 season. Strike. I mean that was uh that was a tough year 90, 94. Yeah, was it? You were like what, 15? It, well, actually, I was old enough. To, actually, old enough to do close. Old enough to what? Do drugs? You were that? I was old in uh they were 88 and 74 in 93. And, and so it had to be They 92. were seven, 76 and 86 in 92 and who was their so, manager? 92 was so 92 was the last yeah. year. Yeah, that was the, I was I was coaching there too. I was the coach. I was the head coach. Yeah, that wasn't a good year. We came back down there in 95 and we started turning things corner. I like that team. It's a good team. 
Gene Michaels. Yeah. Gene Michaels, excuse me, was the GM. I mean, that's, you know, everybody looks at um, Buck's resume without that World Series, and you look at the two teams that won immediately after he left in the Yankees and uh, Arizona, and, uh, you know, 94, the Yankees were the best team in the American League when the strike happened. So, you know, uh, what could have been? And, you know, you've, <clears throat> you know, it could have been for Don Mattingly, too. just didn't happen. Oh, man. And uh, that's why, uh, you know, that's why Bud, Bud uh, let steroids in because. Uh, yeah, baseball was, was fucking on its but, on uh, a fucking. The sport was fucked up after the strike. They canceled the World Series and uh, he needed something to bring fans back. And he was like, hey, you know, uh, let's do some steroids here. And now the Manfred's like, how can we fuck it up again? Yeah, don't they learn from that shit? They fucking almost killed the sport. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll have roids in the CBA. Maybe. Well, I always, I someone had a joke. I forget who it was. Like, every team should have one player. They should be allowed <laughs> one player. That's good. <laughs> a, a designated juice head. Yeah, a designated like juicer. DJ. That's good. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I think one of the things that they are going to sneak into uh, the uh, the new CBA is they're going to be a uh, spider tag universe. Type. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that's that's also that's one, a good but, one. Uh, universal DH. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna. I mean, that if you if you think the Yankees are gonna uh, <clears throat> do the right thing, it's gonna create you know fifteen more landing spots for Luke Voigt to get him the hell out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I think the universal DH is a given. I don't think anyone's gonna fight it. I think the players want it, and as long as those two things are true, it'll happen. As long as those two things are true. Yeah. So I guess we like can. That'll get I guess, out. you know, we got a few minutes. Maybe we could play with here. If you want to wrap up on this, uh, <clears throat> is that uh, if you want to say that the three best pitchers in Major League Baseball reside in New York, I don't know if that's, that's a terrible 100% stretch. true. I don't know if that's a terrible stretch right there. I think you could probably make the argument. Do you think. Garrett Cole has the best year out of the three guys. And the other two guys, obviously, being Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. Um, am I talking as a Yankee fan or am I talking as a realistic person looking in at the I mean, season? Am I, am I talking you, about an analyst of baseball or, or am I talking do you, as a do fan? You want, I mean, do, do you want to be a fan or do you want to have credibility in what you're going to say? I, w- I would rather have credibility. I think Garrett Cole's going to have a, an amazing season. I really do. But I think that Jacob DeGrom will have the best year out of all of them. I do. I think the guy's been too consistent. Touchdown. Wow. Why? You guys wow. are fucking, you guys are really assholes. Cause I'm, I wasn't going to say I'm anything. I'm delayed here. I'm watching on my phone. I'm watching on my phone as well. So. I think DeGrom, okay? So who, well, so what do you think? Uh, well, and this isn't to say that I didn't want Max Scherzer. I mean, we went through this how many episodes ago that, you know, even if there was all this heat, I guess is the word, between him and the Yankees and he would have never come here, that, you know, Cashman still should have, uh, you know, tried to get him here. But I think it's going to be, I think Scherzer definitely is going to be third on the list. Oh, I hope so. 
Because if he's second, and I think DeGrom's first, then the Mets might win the World Series. Yeah, I don't know about that. You need more than two pitchers to win the World Series. Mm, don't think so. Mm, I don't know how good. I mean, I, I you got to see how good they are offensively. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's a start. Yeah. They don't. Do you trust? You trust Edwin Diaz closing games? No, <laughs> I haven't right, trusted well, him go. since they got him and thought he was good. good. All right, well, good point. Okay. It, yeah, it's still. I mean, you still got to cover sixty percent of your games outside of Scherzer and Degrom, and you know those guys aren't going nine. So you know, yeah, but the question becomes: Can the can the Mets make the playoffs? No, I, I mean, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I mean. It's, well, that's the question. Fired. That's the only question you need to ask. And, it, and if your answer is yes, I don't know about that. If your answer is yes, they can make the playoffs. Then having Scherzer and Degrom is that's where it becomes money. I yeah, mean, I mean, but Scherzer money. was hurt in the postseason this year. Didn't even make his starts. That arm there, yeah. I um, mean, so there there are definitely question marks around. There's rumors though. There's rumors that there might be another arm headed over to New York Mets once this lockout's done. Yeah, who's that? Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, okay. The landing spot for the for Kershaw will be either the Dodgers or the Mets. Why not the Yankees? I mean, do you really want Kershaw? Yeah, I want anyone at this point, dude. I want yeah, anyone, but, Christian. I want uh, anyone. No, no, you don't want anyone because again, you, what do we always talk about? These injury, <laughs> these guys with injuries. When's the last time Kershaw oh, stayed right. healthy for an entire year? You're going to give him 30 million? Now. Well, when's yeah, the last I mean, time our number two? When's now. the last time our number two stayed healthy for an entire season? Uh, so, okay, so keep adding more questions. Yeah. We talked about this last year. Questions on top of questions. We only asked the Yankees last season, last offseason, we only had one, one wish for the Yankees, right? Or one request. Is and that was that uh, you don't add, you you erase the question marks out of the starting rotation, and they didn't do that because they added more question marks to the starting rotation because the guys they brought in and Tyone and Kluber were question marks. And what happened to them? What happened to both? Wow, of them? Wow. We are going to start banging. That, yeah, well, <laughs> they didn't. Uh, Surprising too with Robbie Ray that. They didn't offer him something because he he had Tommy John surgery a few years ago. Yeah, it's so like it's like, like Cashman. Cashman was only pissed that he that he passed up on Robbie Ray because he didn't know he had Tommy John. Yeah, maybe once no he one found out, he was like, "Fuck!" Because how'd you guys not tell me? I wanted to look that up to see because I know Verlander just had it, so that was fresh in Cashman's mind. Maybe that's so that why was he gave Verlander that's why, the, right. the, the contract. Yeah, so right. that explains Duh. that. I mean, uh, you, Kershaw hasn't made 30 starts in a year since 2015. Wow. Made 22 last year. I he didn't know he's been that hurt. I mean, he only threw 121 <laughs> innings last year. I mean, so, yeah, you want to go and get him? Go ahead and get him then. And then you'll be bit, You'll be on this show bitching and complaining that he's hurt and he's on the IL and blah, blah, fucking blah. So, no, I'm not in a rush to go out there and get Clayton Kershaw. You want to go and get him because he's a sexy name and it'll be the Yankees doing something? Then fucking say that. But if you, you want to sign him because you think he's going to erase problems that this team has, that's fucking wrong. It's yeah, false. I agree with you, dude. It was more of a joke than anything else. But there's no way that the Chiefs don't tie this game. There's no way. Don't tell there's me. There's five seconds left. Don't tell me. So, I mean, 
If the Mets want to go out there and get Clayton Kershaw, go right ahead. I mean, the, you know, then the, that's a really sexy one, two, three. But again, with <clears throat> you know, Degrom didn't finish the year last year. Uh, Scherzer didn't finish the year last year. Kershaw didn't finish the year last year. These are all guys that are still hurt, and yeah, they're great. And I would love <clears throat> two to, I would love two to three of them to be on the Yankees, absolutely. But again. What are what are we looking at when we talk about a guy like Clayton Kershaw? Injury. Are we looking at yeah, I mean, question mark? If you let's say there was no lockout mm. and you woke up tomorrow and the Yankees signed Clayton Kershaw, do you think the Yankees are that much closer to winning World Series? No. Oh my God! Now the Chiefs just right, sorry, could you wait, just shut the anything. fuck up and let anything. me watch or end this show so I can watch live, please? I want to watch. Oh, no, I want to oh, watch. Man, dude, see. what a game! I mean, you. I mean, the NFL got lucky this weekend. Oh, it's all rigged. You don't think it's rigged? You don't think it's rigged? Come on. Everything's rigged. Dude, there's so many players. There's so many fucking players who have come out and said that it's rigged. Okay. Look at this. Oh, I hate people better. like you. I told you. Okay. I told oh, wait, you. This is going to be. This is. This could. This will tie the game. Yes. Won't give I just the said win. that. Nice. I said this is going to go into. Oh, he OT. missed it. He missed it. No, nah, that was a fake. Yeah. That was a fake. He missed it. Just shut the fuck up. Come on, Wide man. left. I'm going. I'm leaving. No, wait, go. wait, we're done? No, we're not done. No, we got rambling Christian now. What uh, do you want to ramble about? Bucka kicks it, and it is. Oh, he missed Overtime. it. Overtime. Wide left. He missed it. Oh. Wow. Okay, well, uh, oh, God. <laughs> Wait, just shut the fuck up. Wow, out. he played. He did what a kick by Butker there. I can't All right, believe so let's get, it. <clears throat> let's get back on point here. Yeah. So you think you think Garrett Cole sucks is what you're saying? Yes. What? Yeah, I think he sucks. No, yeah. I, I think it's only fair to say DeGrom. I mean, who's been more yeah, consistent no. than I, Jacob look, DeGrom? If they're, all, if they're all healthy, then it's DeGrom. You'd hope it's DeGrom, Cole, Scherzer. No, why would you hope that? Well, you'd hope well, it more I mean, than yeah, Scherzer. I mean, you, you, would hope, you would hope, you're right, you would hope it's Cole, DeGrom, Scherzer, but you would hope that it's not, if they're all healthy, Cole, Scherzer, uh, excuse me, DeGrom, Scherzer, Cole. <laughs> yeah. You want Cole first but or I'm second? Not, I can't put anyone above Jacob DeGrom, dude. He's the best pitcher of, of our generation right now, I'd say. Probably yeah, ever. But I, <laughs> except, I except, for, except for when I'm at the dish, because I've got great numbers against DeGrom, I'll tell you what. He might be the uh, best pitcher of this generation, but will he have a better year than Garrett? He might Cole be the best pitcher ever. Yeah. No, come on, stop that. Stop that. Why? What do you mean? Why? In modern why baseball. Always, in modern why baseball. Do you always you. I don't. I'm not going to argue that this is wrong. But why do you always have to take it to this fucking extreme? <laughs> it can't just be a little like, like he's but, great. But hold. Okay. So tell me in modern day baseball. Okay, who's better than Jacob Degrom? Well, tell me. I'm not talking well, World Series and shit like that. His, his teammate might be better than him. What? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> honestly. Oh God, Christian. Yeah, dude, you got so much COVID left. Get a drink, left. dude. <laughs> Get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a man down. Come on, dude. Get a drink. I don't need a drink. What are you looking up? Scherzer's numbers. Just give me ERA. I'm a I'm an ERA guy. I base everything off ERA. It's really the only stat you need. All right. Well, if you're gonna go just based on ERA, then yeah. Uh, yeah. By how much? Tell me. 
half of a run. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I mean, what else? Strikeouts. Tell me strikeouts. Scherzer. Well, well Scherzer's, Scherzer's been around much longer. Scherzer set a record, though, I think, of most consecutive years at 300 or something. Tell me K per no, nine. No, no, that was that was excuse me, that was Chris Sale, I believe. Tell me K per nine. Yeah, we'll probably now. has probably Degrom. Cole probably has a, a K nine. Probably Degrom. So, so no. I mean, what's Degrom's career ERA right now? Uh, two five. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Two five. You show me a better starting pitcher than that. He was a shortstop. He was a shortstop in college. Ah, so was. Uh, well, they say Gleyber that might Torres. be a, that might be a part of why his arm has been able to hold up so nicely. It's less taxed. So was Gleyber Torres. He didn't go to fucking college. Was that supposed to mean? Not in America. <laughs> well, he, he wasn't he signed when he was like twelve. Man, he was signed. He was signed internationally. What's that supposed to mean? You said he's too stupid to go to college? <laughs> no, I he's smart he that he didn't go to college. I think he was signed by the Cubs before he was even eligible to go to fucking college. Uh, let's 17 not talk, years old. All right, let's not talk about my baseball players. We don't want to trigger anybody. Oh, well, yeah, that's that all, fucking that's asshole all. in the comments. Let me tell you something. Yeah, dude, what was up Let with me that tell you guy, something. Dude, there's but. a difference between opinions and there's a difference between actual facts or or even opinions rooted in your knowledge of baseball. My opinion on how much a fucking minor league baseball player should be should be paid has nothing to do with my knowledge of baseball. Yeah, like we pulled so, it up. So, like so that's honestly, something that I'm thinking about. I'll thank you for not watching the show anymore. Thank you. Thank you. I will say this. I will say this. If you are watching and you're really that fascinated with minor league baseball, and do yourself a favor and check out a documentary called The Battered Bastards of Baseball. It's a great documentary. You love that documentary. I know, and I can't suggest it enough. It's about the creation of minor league baseball, and it's actually very, very interesting. We are not affiliated with The Battered Bastards no, of Baseball. But it's on Netflix, or it was. Or Netflix. Yeah. Do you want to get a deal with Netflix? Do you want to stream exclusively on there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that'd be cool. That'd be great. <clears throat> you you know the CEO of Netflix? Yeah. Uh, you gonna get him on? Yeah, I'll get him on. All right. Okay. Next episode. Great. <clears throat> so, Ryan. <laughs> Dude, what more could you have to say? Don't worry about it. I'm talking to Ryan now. So right. So what's your take? You uh, you think Eric Cole sucks too? <laughs> no, I don't think he sucks. But what would that? What if if a reporter walked into a, the Zoom room and, and asked Eric Cole if uh, he was the third best pitcher in New York? What do you think Eric Cole might say? Um. What, wait. What, what did he say to Marley Rivera that one time? Have you not looked at my stats? Look at the stats. Just look at the stats, and that'll that'll show you that I am not just uh, the second best pitcher, but I'm the best. Uh, you know, he has a career two point five. I had that in Houston when I won twenty games. Uh, uh, where's my wife? I got We got to throw. Did I got long toss. Did you post on Instagram? We'll just. I'll just say this to wrap up this train wreck of a segment here uh i'm i think this is going to be the year for garrett cole i mean 
I don't think if the Yankees don't win a World Series during his tenure here, I don't think that's going to be his fault because I don't think that the Yankees are doing everything they need to do to be that team right now. Is this you just let me ask you a question. Is this genuinely how you feel or is this that you've put too much into the, the SMD tour for no, Cole that you think, can't turn back? No, first of all, I think he's going to have a monster year this year. I think he's got a lot to prove to a lot of people. I do too. But I also, I also think that uh, that's why I asked the question. He, you want to, you want to say Jacob deGrom is better than him. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that Jacob deGrom is going to have a better year than Garrett Cole okay. in 2022. Fair. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, even if Garrett Cole has a Ron Guidry 1978-type season, does that mean the Yankees are winning the World Series this year? Not as it stands right now. So that's the problem, mm-hmm. is that the Yankees... What? I don't know, man. If he, if he can go out and <clears throat> pitch big game after big game in the postseason where he is lights out in all of his starts in the postseason, then they can absolutely win a World Series as constructed right now. No, they Ooh, can't. No way, dude. At, Ryan, at this team, as we sit here on January 23rd, you think can win a World Series? No. Absolutely. absolutely. Dude, they don't if even have Zach me, Britton. If, if you're telling me that Garrett Cole would go out there and pitch the way that he's capable of, then I am sure that a guy like Jordan Montgomery can step up and be a solid number two. Domingo Herman can give them decent innings. Their bullpen's good enough. Their their offense is is should be one of the best offenses in baseball, and they no, should be able should, to not the way it is right now. And it should be spring. Dude, they put up. I mean, the if you're talking about American League offenses, then yes, the Yankees are in the top five. Yeah, Ryan, they were terrible offensively last year, and they've gotten worse because they don't have all right. But, a fucking shortstop or you're taking base. away the or what first I'm base saying base. is that if you're if you can get a perfect Garrett Cole, then this team can go on a run. Because if you had a perfect Garrett Cole in this year's postseason, then they could have went on a run. If they won uh, that first game, then they could have won on a run. You look I'm at how even, the po- if I'm you look even. at how the postseason works, it is teams going on runs at the right time behind Absolutely. one or maybe two good starting pitchers. You look at how the Washington Nationals won. It was Steven Strasburg stepping up. It was it was Howie Kendrick stepping up. You look at the Red Sox. It was Evaldi stepping up, and it was Steven Pierce stepping up. So you can't tell me that the Yankees don't have a Steven Pierce on this team or a, or a Howie Kendrick on this team that can complement a dominant, perfect performance from Garrett Cole. And they don't have a roster that Look, can back that I up. Think I think your it argument... Would take, it would take a lot, but um, my argument is that Garrett Cole has to have a perfect postseason where he's going seven shutout, seven one inning, uh, seven one run. I think your argument out. would be more realistic in my mind if they at least Come made on, one the other Braves, move. The Braves won the World Series this year, guys, without their three best players. Charlie Morton broke his <laughs> look, leg in the, after look, the first game. I'm they not saying Ronald it can't Latunia. happen. It's that movie. What's that movie? They didn't have the best pitch, hey, the best it could happen. baseball. It could yeah, happen. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Angels in the Outfield. That's game over, dude. Yeah, I know oh. it's Angels in the Outfield. Listen, yeah. I get it, but I, I still need at least one more move plus not, Garrett yeah, Cole being perfect. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm of course, of course. But to say that this team can't is wrong because clear we've seen World Series winners. So what the you're last saying then so is that years. they're a playoff team right now. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that they can get into the playoffs right now. Well, sure. then sure, anything could happen. Right, anything could happen. It could happen. Right, and that but that is that's how baseball has worked the last five. Yeah, the least, Yankees haven't you know, gotten my hot. Recent memory. The Yankees haven't gotten hot when they needed to since 2017, and that's why that team oh. went on the run they did. Yeah, but look at 
look at this past year. Their two best offensive players played at the top of their capabilities, and they were somehow worse offensively than they had been in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So even if Garrett Cole raises his game above and beyond what we expect out of him, well, what you is don't, that? You don't, you don't think that DJ LeMay is capable of having a better year than he had this year? Yeah, because I mean, don't I you do, see but... that? Don't you think he, him not performing was a major reason why they didn't do anything this year? I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons why they didn't do things. Uh, a lot of they weren't as good as they should have been this year. But you're telling if you're going to think that because Garrett Cole is on a certain level that it could bring the Yankees to a World Series. As currently constructed, this is not a playoff team, no matter how good Garrett Cole is. They need a lot of work. They're not a player away. And that's a, that's a, that's a real big problem. That's a real big problem that we're sitting here in 2022 and the Yankee, and we're talking about the Yankees needing more than just a player. Yeah, if, you need, yeah. if you're telling me like, they needed a first baseman, a catcher, a this, a that. That's fine. That's one thing. But they need they need like five or six fucking players. Mm-hmm. That's I agree. And that's that's a that's a What's fucking that click? problem. What's that click that you do? I, I don't know. It's not me. What are you doing? That's my meth. <laughs> take a shot. Do it. I'm smoking. I can't meth. believe the I can't believe the Bills lost. I know. What a game. I'm fucking so I'm mad, good. dude. I actually missed that. I missed the touchdown. Every team I've rooted for, except the Bengals, I guess I was rooting for. I, I like Joe Burrow. He's a fucking nutcase, that dude. Yeah, he's good. Now, 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 I don't like to hire. I don't like the Giants hire now. Why? <sighs> because he was Bill's the assistant. Guy, right? He was the assistant GM in Buffalo, and they just fucking lost. Uh, oh yeah, really, yeah. What a shit team. I mean, they had, they, had, they had a good quarterback and a good wide receiver. That's all. Fuck. That's all you fucking need. Giants haven't had either of those two things at the same unbelievable. time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And now, and Odell's still going. On the other end, St. Louis. I mean, Los Angeles. Good for him. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Now, you know, Mahomes um, is going to have to stand six feet away from this woman while they talk. And then as soon as the camera's over, he'll hug her. Yeah, he'll give her a nice hug. Yeah, you know, I, 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 he's not the dude from Waterboy. He's the dude. He, he is though. No, you Mahomes, ever hear him talk? No, yeah, he sounds wow. weird. No, Mahomes yeah, he does is, talk uh, like that. Sounds like Slanky. <laughs> he like yeah, you, you know, I went to the cheese guy and I. <laughs> he's dead, that guy. Yeah, if you if uh, you can do a Garrett Cole, you can Ernst. do uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, he's well, got the rasp, but he's higher. He's an octave higher. I feel like he fixed it. it yeah, he fixed it. It's like he definitely looked in the I mirror, agree. recorded. It's, and because, to it's because of the, it's the commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's the COVID. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for, uh, for that. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. So next week uh, we're gonna we're gonna do trivia. Maybe uh, maybe we'll have some news regarding the uh, start of the season. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not. Probably not. But you know they're they're meeting Monday and uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, Probably won't go anywhere. I'm not. Better be. Yeah. There better be some progress tomorrow. There won't. You know what the progress will be is that they'll just they'll take off another day on the calendar. Yep. 
until uh, push comes to shove, I don't really see anything happening, and uh, we're not there yet. So, so all right. So uh, this has been episode two sixty six of the NYYST podcast, presented by NYY News TV. Please follow us on Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening, SGR. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. <laughs> N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas